Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premier show. Smackdown. It is the 5th of April. In the year of our Lord. A space odyssey. Heresy. <laughs> no. Pure and simple. What does that mean? <laughs> Set we the and won the charts and Heresy Pop Stars. Set we the albums. Heresy everywhere. I love the Heresy, Heresy. They've all got it, Heresy. Parachutes by Coldplay is allegedly the number one song in the UK rock and metal album chart. Oh, I remember this. I remember that rock people being really angry that Coldplay Parrot. I think it was a HMV thing. Maybe. Because HMV around this time started putting rock and pop together. And mm. everyone was like, what? You can't put rock and pop together. Home Improvement was on. What <laughs> 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 a good start. Uh, Miss Congeniality. Second week in a row, the number one on the charts. I'll put here, take that, Stalingrad. <laughs> <laughs> because enemy at the gates was the pre- you know what it's funny if I don't explain it no it's better if you, if you listen to the if you listen to our WrestleMania X7 watch along you get the joke and we love you if you don't then take that Starling yeah you know it's better without context it's better without context take yeah. that Starling and uh, the big game of the week is Snoopy Tennis <laughs> the Game Boy Color that's not a thing that's not a thing Little Mermaid Pinball <laughs> Snoopy Tennis <laughs> No, no. We've got the license. We've got the engine. We might as well. <laughs> Snoopy tennis. You remember right. that bit in Peanuts where he plays tennis? <laughs> right, playable characters. I'm Googling in Snoopy tennis. Who do you play as in Snoopy tennis? Well, I can guess one of them. The player, the player can initially choose from eight characters. Eight? Oh, okay. Snoopy, Charlie Brown, right. Lucy, Linus, Franklin, Sally, Peppermint Paddy, and Schroeder. Now it says initially, which suggests to me there oh, was can unlockable. You un- yeah, yeah. Can you can you unlock? Wo- can you unlock Woodstock? <laughs> uh, Sephiroth is an unlockable character. <laughs> if you beat all the other characters without losing, you unlock Akuma. <laughs> you unlock Snoop Sabot. <laughs> As Snoopy on the dungeon level, yeah. in the corner they go, Whoopee! <laughs> <You had> lock- <laughs> Snoopy! <laughs> Snoopy! Oh one of the teachers God. appears and gives you the code to unlock Ermac, but sadly <laughs> it's one of the teachers, so they go, press. Okay, what? What did you say? Um, 
um, Woodstock is a, is a hidden character. Oh, you call it. <laughs> um, Who else is there? Uh, Pigpen and Marcy are the other unlockable characters in I Snoopy Tennis. That's like when you beat the Rey Mysterio mode in 2K22 and you unlock Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> oh, gee, oh, thanks. Great, cheers. Thanks, I hate it. Ooh. <laughs> my heart is a flutter. You unlock my son. Can't wait to beat him later. <laughs> you know, he's my, he's my legacy. He's my replacement. Like we said that about Sin Cara 11 years ago. <laughs> Didn't happen. Anyway. We, we, I'm going to play Snoopy Tennis over the weekend. I've got to find a way to play Snoopy Tennis. Yeah. And finally, the combination of the Who Shot Phil storyline these tenders is the revelation that Phil Mitchell was shot by... Akuma. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Snippy. Woodstock. Woodstock. Lisa Fowler. Oh, I to make way for the 45-minute episode of the schedules, the BBC negotiated to have the kickoff, the UEFA Cup semi-final between Liverpool and Barcelona, delayed by 15 minutes. Wow. That sounds a bit drastic, but you realise the episode receives... 20.05 million viewers, the highest rated EastEnders episode of the decade. They delayed the UEFA Cup match for that. That's the power of EastEnders. Like, it's funny that we talk about like the ratings of like Raw and Nitro and SmackDown all the, mm. in these weeks on these podcasts and stuff. But Christ, during the Monday Night War, it's chump change compared to the finale of Who Shot Phil. Yep. Jesus, 20. And it delayed a major football match. Yeah. <laughs> when you said kickoff, I was thinking, was there an EastEnders kickoff show? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> but the commentators just played video packages. What's up? I don't like, instead of having 205 Live, it's family affairs. <laughs> <laughs> what are the dingles doing here? They don't work here. No, no, no. What See, are I the dingles with... doing no, here? No, no. <laughs> I, I respectfully. T- Cut this joke off right in the, in the prime of its life. Because the idea that Emmerdale is a kickoff show for EastEnders <laughs> makes me want to vomit. I was more, I was more thinking a couple of steps ahead and thinking it'd be like an invasion thing, where like as the as the Phil and uh, Who Shot Phil storyline was playing out, like the Dingles would come through the crowd. <laughs> you but know who called, we are. Yeah, but you didn't know why we're here. <laughs> Where is the Rovers' return? That's Curry. Where is the Queen Vic? Where's Billionaire Vic? <laughs> Where's Billionaire Beal? <laughs> it's all gone. And goes, wow, they're wearing the street clothes. It's like, no, I always wear this. <laughs> Breaking news, Grand Mitchell defects to Emmerdale. <laughs> Here's Butch Dingle. But whose side is he on? <laughs> yeah, what are y'all talking about? Butch Dingle dropping a leg on Mandy Dingle. <laughs> Who's Butch now, boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, all right. What an, so, inva- what an invasion. But all of that. <laughs> well, none of that was happening, actually. But all of that was happening in the ugly world of reality and bollocks. So what was happening in the wonderful world of wrestling? We'll tell you. It was we, we be, Mafu, currently trying not to bust along, reading off the intro. And join us always by his lovely companion and work friend, Mr. Tom Campbell. This is the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review. How, How are you, Tom? I'm good, mate. How do we burst through, like, two... Like, like... We just, I don't, do you know what? I don't think people can appreciate the value for money they get on this. What we've just, money. what we've just, yeah, because it's free, mate. <laughs> Unless you're watching the Patreon, thank you, we love you. Hello, Patreon. What we gave you there in 10 minutes, I think, I think lesser podcasts would die out on for months. 
Yeah. And that's just that's just the kickoff show. <laughs> Snoopy tennis is just the kickoff show, baby. Snoopy tennis. That's amazing. I am. God, I am good, matey. I've been. You'll be pleased to know uh, how I said that. I'm going to spend this year sort of pairing back on the work, doing a little mm. bit less, finding myself a little bit more. You'll be pleased to know I've spent this entire week double shifting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and I plan to spend next week double shifting too. So you'll be pleased to know that I've stuck true to form on that one. But in the other job, I got to chat this week to Kareen Bailey Ray. That was Ooh. quite exciting. Girl, put your records on. And new kids on the block. That's been my what? showbiz week. Which ones? Uh, Danny and Joey. I had a chat with them on what Zoom. What are they doing? They just released a new song called Bring Back the Time. It's New Kids on the Block, Rick Astley, On Vogue, and Salt and Pepper. <laughs> and it is... I don't know if you're, you're joking or not. No, no. This is the sound soundtrack to Snoopy Tennis. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a bit. 100%. It is a song. And, and without... A, trace of irony it is the best song of the year so far it is phenomenal so i was giddy when they said do you want to speak to them on tuesday i was like yes why wouldn't i let's do it so we did so that was fun and then um, in this job um we we had eric young on desert island graps i had a nice chat with eric Eric young this week that's him yeah is that his normal voice that is his normal voice hi he lives in cambridge now i live in wait what he lives in emigrated yeah he lives in cambridge i didn't know he did Oh. Did you know he did? Oh. There you go. He lives in Cambridge. Big West Ham United fan. There is um, the, the sanity attire they wore on NXT has maroon and blue in it because That's Eric right. Young's a West Ham fan. Right. So it's an homage oh, to West Ham okay. United. Fun fact. That's what we learned this he's, week. He's learned how to kiss ass. Well yeah, done. Like getting far in the business. Well done, kid. And, uh, and when I've not been doing other work, I've been building Sonic Lego. That's oh, you got some, did you? I've got some Sonic the Hedgehog oh, Lego. So nice. I've been doing that. This and, uh, and what, are we all... doing, what are we doing after all this today, Tom? We're going to go see Sonic 2, That's mate. Right. By the time you listen to this, we've already seen it. We've already had a lovely time. Uh, so I'm meeting Maff in town later. We're going to go see Sonic 2. I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've held off. I thought, you, like, you, uh, like yourself, I was like, I want to go see it with a Sonic fan. Yeah. Um, normally, like Alex, I said to Alex, oh, I'll be out Thursday night. And, and uh, she said, why were you doing? I said, oh, I'm meeting up with Matthew. She was like, Oh, can I not come along? And I was like, we're going to oh. go see Sonic 2. And she went, nah, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I asked a few of people as well. It's like, hey, are you free? Hey, do you want to join us for this? Like, suddenly, um, suddenly no. everybody's uh, very busy all of a sudden. I thought I was free. <laughs> I've changed my mind. So yeah. we're doing that. How are you more important? I'm doing good, mate. I'm I doing love how good. you're looking up on your phone right now. Clips love, of Snoopy Tennis. You don't really appreciate like, the world we live in until you're like, I want to have a look of a Snoopy Tennis without having to buy it. And they're like, okay, cool. Here's like 19 videos. Apparently Snoopy did play tennis in the cartoon or in the, the, the strips. And he, um, it was animated and stuff. And it was a Game & Watch game. So obviously it's an update. Really? Oh, and he's asleep on a giant tennis ball. Oh, the thing, that's like, adorable. Oh, we're watching the look, look at the stats. Oh, okay, so, so here we go. So Franklin... And so. Sally have got the best serves. Schroeder's got the best volley. And, um, and, <laughs> and uh, I think Char- Charlie Brown's got excellent there's, stroke. There's Fred Durst, who was a big Snoop Dogg fan. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, you bloody idiot. Snoop Dogg. I mean, you might have been a Snoop Dogg. It's like, uh, uh, this, this is like the Mortal Kombat tower. Yeah, start to the bottom. For, for Snoopy. Start to the bottom, now we're here. Do you know what? We're it looks way better than I thought it was going to be. We're watching the video of it, and it actually looks pretty fun. Oh, that that looks all right, actually. 
I think we should. I think we'll find a way to stream this. Snoopy tennis. I don't know. For a Game Boy Color game, that's that's all right for a Game Boy Color game. You're listening to the podcast where two guys just watch a video on YouTube. I've been been great. (laughs) I got too into that. What's what's been great? I I worked myself into a shoot. It's been great because last week I was obviously very busy. Not only because it was WrestleMania and NXT oh, and all that malarkey, yeah. but also it was my cousin Stag do. So my brother came up to Newcastle. Nice. We had a lovely time. I'm oh. just getting a, a reminded again that there are members of my family who were mint. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who were talk to like human beings because it wasn't always that way. It's quite um, nice when you have somebody who comes up to the Northeast who's not really from here because then you kind of see it through different eyes. Uh, Tom, exactly. Yeah. Some of them from, were from the Northwest. Uh, Preston specifically, so we're mocking it together, going to crap, and they went, yeah, no, okay. <laughs> so I took them to the botanist, and they were blown away, because the botanist is a very beautiful It's got a big tree inside. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks stunning. It's that place where you'd, you'd seen the film, and you'd be like, oh, this is where, you know, the evil Russian billionaires get ready to sell the nukes <laughs> to the Bond, whatever. And that happened, and then went the... The gym and destroyed myself for the first time in a while because of just stuff being in the way. And this was the time I went, no, no, there's no WrestleMania, there's no stag dudes, there's no colds, there's no nothing. I'm going to go to the gym. Way. And that was great. Still feeling the wonderful effects. Yeah. It's feeling good and positive again. Oh, and nice. then I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Oh, so wow. I'm, just, I'm just in a very good mood. Be reminded of all the good people because I think during lockdown and stuff like that, we didn't have access to that. And I was like, you know, you I'm said yourself, all alone. yeah, you said yeah. you spent a lot of time on your own during lockdown. You're like, I just wouldn't. The world opened up. You went. I just want to see people. Yeah, I want to just see people again. And you know, and watch and, Sonic. And watch Sonic, of course, which is what we're doing. <clears throat> we've got to, we've, we've we've got to do this bit of stupid business. Oh no! Sonic. Watching wrestling and talking bollocks. Oh. Can we just get this done really quick? So we yeah, can see Sonic yeah, quicker. that's that's what you're renowned for, isn't it? Doing things half-assed, <laughs> a half-hearted, and half. Double shifter, double shifter. Well, looking at your four just a big dipper with big dipper. <laughs> Why don't you get us kicked off, Tom? Because right. what we like to do when we stop talking about Snoopy is we like to set the scene, we lay the table, so off my pickle, and let us know what was happening in uh, in the Observer. I do indeed, and and we're, we're touching on Figure Four Weekly a bit this Ooh. week as well. So uh, the uh, we are about to watch the SmackDown. Well, we're about to talk about the SmackDown mm. after WrestleMania X Seven. Mm. Uh, thank you for watching the watch along. Some lovely numbers on that. Happy mm. with that. Uh, <laughs> it's a very business sense. Of, of reviewing it good numbers on that thank you uh, now we had a lovely time watching that and uh, we had a little week break to recover from everything and we are back once again with the ill behavior so let's paint a picture of how the wrestling world looks uh, in the wake of Wrestlemania because in going into Wrestlemania X7 like everything was changing at a frantic pace like mm. the week before Wrestlemania WWF buys WCW yep. like as if the, the build to Mania wasn't enough like you put that on top of it as well so we're coming off the back of things of WrestleMania, and then everybody in WWF is going, right, that's the biggest WrestleMania we've ever done, now done. Right, the small matter of you know, amalgamating this wrestling promotion now. And it might be amalgamated further, because this week in the wrestling, uh, Figure Four Weekly are reporting that uh, the parent company of ECW, HHG, officially filed for bankruptcy uh, on this particular day. Uh, John Williams and Frank Jewett of OtherArena.com. Do you remember Other Arena? No. Oh, my God. So Other Arena, it was like a news website. They had like fantasy booking stuff as well, where you could like create like match cards. It was book.otherarena.com. And they had their own wrestling promotion using sort of CGI characters. Please tell me if you're listening, you remember Other Arena because desperately wanted to find it and look back at some of the archives of it, but I can't. Um, But... 
So that's what they do, but they do new stuff as well. And uh, John Williams and Frank Jewett go through some of the particulars from that, uh, from this bankruptcy. So HHG are claiming assets of $1,385,500 and debts of $8,881,435. Um, $7.5 million in the hole by the end, basically, they were. So the assets include $800,000 in accounts receivable from in-demand, the, the oh, network okay. pay-per-view thing, 50 grand from a claim. <laughs> Good luck with that. 10 grand from the original San Francisco toy makers. Um, $19,500. This is really sad. $19,500 coming from the sale of Tommy Dreamer's truck as part of the assets of the company. That's really sad. No wonder he had a it gun. It gets sadder because I just remembered <clears> another bit. <throat> the videotape library is listed at 500 grand as well. Tough to put a number on that because it's not clear what the library contains since WWF is probably going to be the only interested buyer and it may go for even less than that. So they may mark that down. They may just say, look, just tell you what, we'll buy the truck. Just put all the videos in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy the value of the truck with the tapes in it. Yeah. Uh, the debts. Ahem. <laughs> Over half a million dollars owed to talent, including... uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to play... Can we play it? Yes, we can. Higher or lower? We're going to play higher or lower. Oh, here we go, yeah. (laughs) Our brand new quiz, higher or lower. (laughs) Play your ECW debts right. Okay, Uh, we're going to start with Joey Styles, who is owed $50,480 by ECW. Uh, super crazy. Oh. Higher or lower? I'd say higher. Super crazy is lower. He's owed $5,000. Oh. Okay. Uh, Shane Douglas, higher or lower than $5,000? Oh, definitely higher. That is higher. $48,000. Okay. Yoshihiro Tajiri, higher or lower than $48,000? Uh, lower. Lower for five thousand yeah, dollars out to Tajiri. Still there at the end. Don Callis, Cyrus the Virus, higher or lower than five thousand dollars? Well, Styles is owed money, then Cyrus must be. So I'm saying higher. Higher, twelve thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Angry Amish Roadkill, higher or lower than twelve thousand dollars? He has money. He's on. Um, <laughs> lower. Uh, no, it's higher. He's owed $21,250. Final ACW tag champ. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Francine, higher or lower than $21,250? Uh, I'm going to say lower. It is higher. She's owed $47,275. Oh, no. uh, Rob Van Dam, higher or lower than forty-seven? Oh, yeah, that became a big deal. That's, that's why he had to be coerced into coming back for the very last show. Uh, higher. Yeah, that's higher. $150,000. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, lastly but leastly. Oh, Not leastly, no. rather. It's going to be, yeah, he's going to be owed more, so uh, higher. Uh, it's lower. It's only $100,000. <laughs> Just your hundred thousand uh, dollars, and a uh, truck, <laughs> and of course, yeah, he'll he'll take some of that back from the truck. Uh, they owed also two hundred and forty-four thousand dollars to the MSG network, two hundred forty-three thousand dollars to American Cable Productions, sixty thousand dollars to uh, Weigel Broadcasting in Chicago, sixty-four thousand dollars to William Bird Productions, who produced the ECW on TNN shows. Oh. They owe seventy-five grand to Stonecutter Productions, oh. thirty-five grand to the we Events do. Promotion. We do. <laughs> 
25 grand Ooh, to top. All the rest of this money. <laughs> we do. You had to let go of easy money. We oh, I ran money with money then. Carry on. Tom. Oh, Sorry. we'll let you off. 25 grand to top rope productions and 16 grand to Fox Cable Networks. Also thousands across other radio stations across the US, which they've partnered with. And thousands to those that help with printing, equipment, and security. Also a ton of money to various business partners, including... Um, $150,000 to In Demand, $300,000 to Farm Club, and to Anadeus, which is a subsidiary of Acclaim, they owed $1 million. I remember reading about the Acclaim thing, and I'm, as well as the In Demand, and going, how do they owe them money? I thought they got money from them. <clears throat> like, how do they owe Acclaim money? Mm. Acclaim would have had to pay them to get the license and then pay them royalties. How do... Uh, <laughs> what do they... I don't... Whatever. Also, all these years, um, Paul Heyman denied there was a working relationship with the WWF. That was a thing that he mm -hmm. staunchly denied. Uh, in the bankruptcy is listed a debt of $587,500 to WWFE. <laughs> so, yeah. of course, they were working together. Yeah, God, I mean, it's been long since established. <clears throat> but, uh... The big money debt, though, is the Heyman family, yeah, which, to which Paul Heyman owes $3.8 million to his mum and dad. Yeah. Some big numbers there. I feel a bit sick. Again, I don't know how I'd sleep with that kind of money. If I'm overdrawn by like 200 quid, I get panicky. Seeing yeah. that. Woo! I remember on the ECW Rise and Fall DVD, they go like a back and forth between Bischoff and Heyman from obviously opposite interviews. Mm. They weren't in the same room together or anything like that. And they're talking. And Bischoff very eloquently goes, I, why, why do fans of ECW think that they were ever in a place to be number two wrestling promotion in America when mm -hmm. what WWE was on its ass sure but yeah we had, we made a profit at some point in our careers yeah. and all this because the <clears throat> Heyman and he's just like Eric Bischoff's full of shit and people are like yeah get him Heyman but yeah what money yeah there's no money what, what, what money <clears throat> like yeah that they, they kept on going they had to keep on paying people or increase people's wages in order to keep them there which they then couldn't afford to pay that's why everyone bloody left in the last two years of existence um, yeah, they just kept going on goodwill. Yeah, they just and then people like, no, we should have you come back. It's like, all right, have you got uh, some spare change on your pal? <laughs> you know, pay us eight million. That's even not even before you started reinvesting in the company. Yeah. That's just to even everything out and give us a fresh start. No, the only company with any kind of money for that is, of course, the WWF. So no surprises as to what happens mm. with most of ECW's decent assets. Yeah, but they Heyman went up in a very okay position because. Later on, circa 05, when you get the idea of bringing the, it back a one-night stand, that meant that somebody had to then go and sort some of that bankruptcy out, which was WWE, mm. which was like, oh, that's a, a well-played move. Uh, yeah. So, you owe, so I know that you owe us money, but if you want to do business with us, can you pay off our bankruptcy? Yeah, because then they have to pay, like, yeah, okay, well, these people now have been paid off, and WWE owns all this, and then it's, uh, yeah, we've Remember last year, where Thanks, I paid... <laughs> Remember last year when I paid my taxes on time? Well, now you have to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> WCW yeah. flavored news. So um, there is no number two in the yeah, world wait, anymore. What, what are they talking about? I know, right? So this is what comes from the... Uh, so WWF now own WCW in my hands, etc., etc. From the Ross Report, uh, Jim Ross talks about the WCW situation quite extensively. Uh, he says, no support staff uh, have been hired nor promised jobs. We talked about this last week, how everybody was called to a meeting at the, uh, the training center and they were all told, uh, you're up the road. 
very, very harshly. Uh, he talked about a new start date for a WCW TV show, saying they hope to be doing house shows and pay-per-views by the early autumn. Yeah. There was a three-hour meeting on April the 5th regarding WCW's relaunch, which he said was very productive. He went on to say, I'm hearing from people these days that I have not heard from in years. Some I never thought would be calling me for any reason ever again. A lot of bridge repair going on right now. Oh. All these people that suddenly are like, oh, we hate WWF, we hate you, Jim, suddenly going, hey, Jim, how's it going, mate? Wait, 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 why would Jim Ross have any issues with WCW towards the end and the bitter split that they had in 93? I, I don't known. know, but there's a good video on Cultaholic right now that about certainly the is. war story, which is, uh, I saw that in the thumbnail and thought, I know what that's about. So Yeah, war stories at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. Yeah. We really go into the weeds on some of this stuff. Um, what is next for WCW? So, The Observer writes, over the next two weeks, the plan is to try and finalize the WCW roster, including getting a front office staff, road agents, referees, and hire three writers to handle the television. There will be a different set of writers for the WCW show than for the Raw and SmackDown ones. It would largely be kept uh, separate, uh, at least uh, initially, for the first several months. Uh, I, the plan was, I remember reading, it was going to be that like they wanted to keep it separate for like a year. Yeah. And then build everybody back up again. Uh, wrestlers are still under contract to WCW, uh, which means the wrestlers that WWF refused to pick up their contracts for have been told that if they want to appear on any wrestling show, so this is this is badly written here, but this was the, the yeah. AOL Time Warner talent, the ones that didn't sign to WCW, mm -hmm. like your Kevin Nashes, your Goldbergs, your DDPs, etc., your Stings, who haven't signed with WCW, but they've signed with Time Warner. They've been told by Time Warner uh, that if they appear on any wrestling show anywhere ever, they will be in breach of their contract. Time Warner is looking for any excuse to <laughs> declare a breach yeah. so they don't have to pay any more than necessary since the company that WCW, the, since the company they owned, doesn't exist anymore. All of the wrestlers whose contracts have 90-day cycles are in the process of being cycled out, but they won't be able to work any indies. Or probably do even any public interviews, or it'll be considered the breach that the company yeah. is looking for. That is why, like, you get guys like Sting and like Nash just completely go underground. I, I'm just yeah. gonna sit very quietly and get every single penny out of Time Warner. Fan, yeah, I don't think there were any reports of any wrestlers breaching this. No, they, the only um, there was there was some exceptions to the rule. Uh, Conan was an exception because in the deal that he'd signed, it was agreed that he could do shows in Puerto Rico and Mexico, oh, okay. WWC. Well, yeah. So he could still go, well, that's the deal I signed, so I'm going to go and do them. Cheers. They went, all right, but don't you do anything in America or we'll have you. <laughs> we will have you. And Conan was like, uh, you know, I'm like worshipped in Mexico, right? Why would I come <laughs> back and be underground in America? Uh, there's going to be no WCW telly in the UK. Bravo and yeah. Sky have just gone, <laughs> no. Channel 4 have gone, fuck no. Andy um, Peters. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. Such language. <laughs> How rude of him. Um, uh, this is a fun little tidbit about WCW I want to mention. Uh, viewers' choice in Canada. Uh, so they, they had a block for WCW that was sort of an overhang because they were still oh, showing right. Canada. So they were showing WCW in Canada, but they had an empty block now because they blocked out WCW, but then not thinking that there wasn't going to be a show yeah. the week after the spring breakout. So they had a three-hour block to fill. And do you, know they put, uh, do, do you know what they put on instead? Go on. 
This is lovely. It's like old Hogan film? Or... Viewers Choice Canada aired a three-hour AWA block on the pay-per-view in place of its scheduled WCW shows oh, on okay. April the 9th. It was scheduled to be Best of the 80s, Best of the Road Warriors, and Best of the Midnight Rockers. Oh. So, so Viewers Choice Canada had like some classic AWA stuff. Oh, okay. It's cute, isn't it? I, there's, a, there's a network documentary. I watch it, I watch it a couple of, at least a couple of times a year. I don't know why I really like it, which is the spectacular legacy of the AWA. Mm. It's a really warm watch, really comfy viewing. Uh, it's yeah. like how Vern Gagne basically just created so many of these stars and then was like, yeah, you're going to stay here and you can lose to me. And then Vince went, do you want to come work for me? Here's a bag of money. And they all went. And then yeah. Vern was like, I don't understand. I'm not I'm not tying them down to a contract and I'm telling them they're going to lose to me, but they all keep leaving. Yeah, just, pretty much. I don't understand. <laughs> Hogan's interpretation of events was Vern wanted him to marry his daughter mm. and because he didn't, I guess because he wanted like some sort of uh, a guarantee he'd stay there, <clears throat> he wouldn't put the belt on him, which everyone's agreed to was a horrible idea. <laughs> anyway. mm, so I'm not going to be champ. I'm the most over guy in the company and uh, McMahon's calling. You want to give me a contract? No, that's not how <laughs> things are done. There's, you're stuck in the mud. There's so much bollocks on those, isn't there? As long as you watch all WWE documentaries as if you're watching Rashomon, then yeah, you're right, right, you right. can enjoy it. You can enjoy it on a whole other level. Uh, a few other little bits to do before we crack on with the show. Oh, even more. Um, Vince Russo news. He's got plans. Uh, he's hinted at teaming up with... Home bargains first. <laughs> yeah, going to go get... Bro, going to go get a paddling pool. Uh, he's hinted at teaming up with Dave McLean to revive the Women of Wrestling promotion Jesus and wept. turn it into, quote, a profitable juggernaut. <laughs> Dave in the Observer says, I wish I was making this up. He said wrestling needed to be reinvented again and WOW was the promotion to do it. This is the guy who, whenever he was asked to write for women, just basically had them calling each other bitch and ripping each other's clothes off. Get him running a again. women's promotion immediately. A bigger mystery. Uh, the three biggest mysteries in wrestling history, right? Evolution. Yes, okay, four then. <laughs> Who raised the briefcase at King of the Ring 99? And how is Vince Russo married? <laughs> is, is writing of women is Freudian at best? <laughs> Mate, they, they're getting their money's worth this week because they had, so far, they've had Snoopy, Stalingrad, Rashomon, Freud. And some wrestling. All unlockable characters in certain Game Boy <laughs> Color games. Stupid tennis! Because we didn't say it was that one. It, oh. One Game Boy Color game, they're unlockable. If you press up, down, left, right, A, and start on Stupid Tennis, you unlock Sigmund Freud. <laughs> yeah, they have a look at copyright laws. Apparently, he's not trademarked, so. <laughs> we'll have him. Oh, God, he's going to be in Smash Brothers. No, he'll be appearing in this podcast as well, Sue. He'll be in Smash Brothers in a bit as well. <laughs> Get him in there. But some point, basically, the future is going to be every, every company owned by one company and every character ever made will be in Smash We're nearly Brothers. there. But we mean one day. <laughs> Disney now have that. Sigmund oh. Freud brings the mother load. Christ, imagine when, imagine when Disney buys Nintendo and then we just get oh. like, oh, hi, everybody, we're coming in too. Smash Brothers is going to be wild. Howard Stern. Oh, here we go. Uh, Observer writes, Howard Stern announced on his show last week he was planning a special radio broadcast from WWF New York. Oh, that's right. I know what this is. Go yeah, on, yeah, go on, go on, It's go the on. fight between um, Stuttering John and uh, Angry Black. Crazy Cabby and Angry Black. Oh, Crazy Cabby. Oh, sorry, that, that, that's that's the second one. Yeah, Crazy Cabby versus Angry Black at WWF New York. Yeah, because I've seen that video because they're at WWF New York and Steve Austin Triple H are watching it, both drunk, just going... <laughs> <laughs> 
We just thought, oh, it's great. So this happens then? This yeah, ends up happening? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, that's to look forward to. Uh, he also said he was trying to get boxing legend Joe Fraser, <laughs> along with Jerry Cooney and Floyd Patterson, to appear. <laughs> Wait. Oh, this is not about show eating a, a, a Jimmy Hart lasagna or something. Or... <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll do that. That's Smoking Joe Frazier showing up with this. <laughs> Bloody hell. Get him in the Nitro Grill immediately. <laughs> Every time smoking Joe, he's there still in cutlery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great, great man. Do we, have, wanna, do we have New York ashtray? Right here, brand new. It's on my website later. Um, <laughs> oh, so um, some results from Heat coming up, but I want to give uh, this a mention from Raw this past Monday. Um from the Observer, there's some dark match news from Raw, which oh, I think is quite pertinent. Um, prototype, brackets, John Cena from uh, UPW. Uh, 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 Cena spelled S-E-N-A. Chris Chetty, Jerry Lynn, and American Dragon, brackets, one of Shawn Michaels' students, all worked uh, dark matches before Raw. Got a few reports saying Lynn versus Dragon was the best match of the night. Oh, no. Two of those four will headline SummerSlam in years yeah. to come. Crazy, isn't it? I love that stuff. It's good. Oh, right, speaking of uh, Danielson, so I finished reading, reading Regal's book. Walking which, a Golden Mile. Which I can't recommend enough. Mm. It's some of the funniest stuff I've ever read in a wrestling book and some of the most brutal and depressing. But it was released in 05, I think, around mm. that period. And Danielson gets a mention and a shout out before he was anything Brill. in WWE or even WWE development at that point. So... But that well, is... Wait, no, fine. Yeah, he was, was a ring of honor at that point, obviously. But then, um, yeah, it's nice that even back then he was like, yeah, just to shout off this guy for no reason. But it adds some credence, Clearwater Revival, to um, the, the, the bit that Regal did in the ring when he arrived. When he's there going, Tony Schiavone, thank you, because you looked after me. You're great. You're really bloody good at what you do, and I bloody love you. Put a suit on, you lovely man. And we've got Daniel Bryan and Brian Danielson, the best wrestler. I wish I was as good as him. He was bloody great, bloody brilliant. He could be even better, and I'm bloody glad I'm here. And there's John. And together we are Blackpool lads. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically the promo. And John, almost as good as John Senna. <laughs> He's a wrestler with an F1 gimmick. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's a parallel universe where that happened. Make that a thing. Um we're going to throw over to SmackDown. Hey. Uh, and Matthew's going to talk us through the rigors of this week's SmackDown. Bit of Sunday Night Heat before we do. Uh, we've got a tryout in a dark match before this one from Carleen Moore. Do you know who Carleen Moore is? No. That'll be Jazz. Oh. Jazz getting a tryout uh, under uh, her real name. Uh, heat also had Eddie Guerrero uh, defeat and test in the European oh, title no. match. Haku battered Raven. Oh, well. And Lita pinned Spike Dudley on Heat. They Aww. were taped before <laughs> this show started. Okay. So some, some little tidbits. We might dip back to a couple of those a little bit later on. Spike Dudley knows his role as a pawn in life. Again, <laughs> Let's get a SmackDown uh, from April the 4th. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Tom, for that beautiful setup there. This is me reading my new phone. So I'm reading SmackDown for the first time on time. With no cracks. No cracks. Wow. I can actually see the screen. So my reading and writing of this will be fantastic. When did you finally decide, you know what, I need a better phone? <laughs> <laughs> when I, someone asked me when was the last time you bought a phone I had to go and check my Amazon purchase history and it was, it was 2017 oh my god <laughs> and everyone said that I went oh that's not good then is it are you now thinking why didn't I do this sooner no 
Oh, fair no, enough. no, because I am like that. I'm, I like with most things. I'm like, I'll just ride this horse until it dies. Don't get a new horse, and then <laughs> be like, eat the horse. Yeah, but that horse is going to last a while, and it's going to be losing every race it's in. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> Sorry, wait, enough about the glue factory. Okay. Michael Cole is already calling WrestleMania X7 the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Not wrong. And for once, he's actually not talking bollocks. No, he's he's, he's pretty he's pretty bob on. And tonight, witty wee, witty woo. We're in Oklahoma City. Uh, JR interviews the new champ Austin tonight, his first interview since WrestleMania. Also, Triple H versus Jericho for the IC title. Bloody hell. Mm. But right now, here's Kane, the new <sighs> hardcore champion, and Undertaker, both very successful at WrestleMania. And they're taking on Right to Censor, not successful at <laughs> WrestleMania at all. <laughs> Stephen Richards starts off by saying the media desensitizes violence to children. He's absolutely right. Did you see Undertaker landing on that bouncy castle? <laughs> so obviously with Wee! with big with Big Brother podcast hashtag I love the police also give me weed and his and his older brother Cool Kane this big has to be podcast. by default three versus two to give it a drop of suspense. Uh, Bob Buchanan gets one low blow to Kane before both brothers beat the bull. <laughs> Undertaker yells his favorite Will Farrell film while walking the ropes and dropping Step an Brothers. elbow. That's right. <laughs> we know each other so well. Did you have Step Brothers? Nah, right? I don't go bad. Ah. Step Brothers is a close second. So I actually asked that on online. What's the like? We talk about like the great great comedies. What would you put in as like a great comedy? Um, since the 2000, no, since the 2010. Oh, I hate the, of it. the so, modern era. Of the modern era, in the 2010s. Like a great comedy that you put, like, obviously the great comedies in the 90s, 80s, 70s are easy, but you're like. Great comedies of the modern Step era. Brothers was, or was that late 2000s? Oh, I think Step Brothers might be Because the only one I could think of was like In the Loop. In the Loop's a good shout. But then. Step Brothers 2008. Oh, okay. Comedy yeah, movies since, then, like, that's, since 2010. I'm gonna. That's ten me. years. Just like what? Well, yeah, like because there should be, you know, it should like Hall of Fame comedies. I mean, or essential comedies or whatever. Bridesmaids. <clears throat> I've been told to watch that. It's very repeatedly. good. Repeatedly. Hold on for one more day. Um, the World's End. Not a fan. Nah. The third Love the Hot Fuzz and Shaun the Dead. <clears throat> of, uh, I thought that was a big, big pooey mess. Um, when did The Hangover come out? Oh, Hangover's a good show, yeah. Um, did The Hangover come out? Yeah, that's a... Oh, was it the first one, like, 09, maybe? No. Well, one of them did, anyway. Yeah. Um, Deadpool. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 21 Jump Street. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. Um, hot, tub, hot Tub Time uh, Machine. I think we've had enough of this. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Ted! Oh, okay, you know, yeah, Ted. Pitch, pitch Perfect. Pitch perfect. The Barton Bellas. It's the one where they where they are uh, acapella singers. It's got Rebel oh. Wilson in before she became really thin. I, sorry, I don't even know what this film is. It's very good. It's a series. It's a trilogy. It's about okay. um, it's about an acapella troupe and the wacky hijinks they have. Oh, okay. Four stars, some funny bits. Thank you. I'll have to go check that very out. Very good. Anne Hathaway's in it, I think. Your else is funny. No, she's not. Stephen Richards gets beat up by The Undertaker, giving us a preview of the mighty Chronic feud in a few months' time. Chronic, 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 Chronic. chronic. Undertaker and Kane double chokes on the good father, and then Bull before Kane no-sells the Stephen kick. He just stares at it. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, they tease the last ride, 
and the crowd is so excited for it, the camera shakes on the cheering. <laughs> this happens somewhat frequently on SmackDown. It's always amazing when it's like, you know, and he's getting ready. It's like, oh, wow, the, we're gonna, <laughs> the building's going to collapse when people get ready for this. Last ride ends a mega squash. It was what it was. Mm-hmm. Good way to start the show. I think just establishing Undertaker and Kane once again, it's just like a dominant force in case anyone's ever, ever in any doubt. Yeah. Uh, they made a point on comms when Undertaker was coming out to mention that Undertaker was riding a Staz rude American motorbike. I can find no, <laughs> no, any history anywhere of Staz.com. Even on Internet Archive, nothing about this weird motorbike company that Undertaker bought his new ride from, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Nice to see the Bone Street crew get an excuse to hang out. You do forget that the good father is him and Undertaker in the same Women's Institute group. And it's nice to see them having a little knockabout together. Um, The figure four wrestling writes, the tentative idea for the Backlash pay-per-view is Undertaker and Kane in the main event to face Steve Austin and Triple H. Yep. Which we'll talk on in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original plan was for Shawn Michaels to be involved, but I'll get to that in a little bit as well. I think that's worth waiting until later. Yeah, thank you. Backstage, Vince talks to Triple H and Austin. Vince tells them to watch out for the Brothers of Crime, Inc. <laughs> Triple, H, Triple H pretends to respect Jericho. And he's like, I can't wait for this fight. It'll be a dramatic fight. He's such a great opponent. And then laughs and says, I'm going to kick his ass and take his title. He's so clever. He's so clever and so above everybody and else. Brainy and handsome and over. I don't know how he has the time to come down from Mount Olympus <laughs> every Thursday. All, got that one-way ticket to Oklahoma City. Vinny heads the ring while someone gets a, well, it's the big chode son on TV. <laughs> and this is a weird little bit because Vince Ooh. says, it's great being here in Oklahoma. It's almost like being in a foreign country, like Zimbabwe. And he brings up the people of Zimbabwe. He says Zimbabwe a bunch of times and then says, I've been there. I know. It must have been Happy Mugabe's check cleared this week. I don't... Okay. <laughs> the line he uses, I Go saw... On. I said, he said, he compares Oklahomans to the natives of Zimbabwe saying, I saw the same vacant stare on Zimbabwe natives as I see on your face tonight. <laughs> the stare like you're not quite all there upstairs. Get this, mate. I looked this up. This promo did the rounds on Zimbabwe-based news platforms in 2019. Ha! <laughs> was this when Linda... Oh, no, it was years after, wasn't it? This got picked hey! up and was and was just churned out over... In, in, in yeah, news sites yeah, yeah. over there again, just for the, the, the <laughs> ferocity and the, the shittiness of the comments. Yeah, like, what, completely out of left field. Yeah. I like, it's weird. Like, oh, it's you're like, going to pick on Mugabe? That's great. We're about... Wait, the people who live there. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, wait, wait. Move by Vince. So, yeah, I'll put my Brucey e. P hat on. He's playing a heel, Tom. Duh. Oh, sorry. Oh, everyone knows that Oklahoma loves Zimbabwe. It's just that, you know, second city. I can only assume, I can, like, knowing Vince. Like, I only assume that this is stemmed from something like, I don't know, he tried to book a hotel room and the guy in front of him took too long and he was maybe from Zimbabwe. I can only assume that this is this shittiness is because of that. Like, yeah. there's no, there's nothing. A guy went up to Vince and went, hey, Vince. <coughs> oh, sorry. By the way, I'm from Zimbabwe. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I just, it's just, it's a, it's a really strange I'll one. It's a really like strange a one. But, um. Yeah, really weird promo. Sorry, carry on. McMahon clarifies Richard Nixon is no longer U.S. president. The Rock is no longer WF champion, just because, you know, Oklahoma people are a bit far behind the times. Now I've also put here, and there's no such thing as the Queen Mother. (laughs) 
That was a good film. <laughs> Vince reminds us that him and Austin are now cool. Oh, and Triple H joined them in the cage at the end of Raw after beating up The Rock. And they even teased it. Got a clip of it of Triple H making it look like he's going to team up with The Rock. Wow, that would have been something post-WrestleMania. Mm. And probably a bit better than what we did get, which is Vince getting that crowd hype by going on about how The Rock will get his revenge tonight. The Rock's going to show up and beat up Vince and Austin, Triple H, right? No, he's not. He's not here tonight. Because uh, I don't want The Rock to beat me up. So uh, Vince has suspended The Rock. Uh, Ooh, the- and then he leaves. A long, weird, awkward segment just establishing that Vince is a bad man. He hates him, Barbie, and The Rock is gone because why, Tom? He's off to shoot the Scorpion King. Of course he is. So this is, we we don't know it at this time, but this is kind of the end of us having The Rock full-time in the WWF. He will, from this point on, just pop in and pop out as he goes. You know, We'll have an extended run with him later in the year that goes up until about WrestleMania the following year, but then that will be like the longest we'll have him again properly for forever. You know, because you know, bigger things are coming. Bigger things are coming off the back of the Scorpion King, Haku mm. Mashente. Exactly. So true. Uh, Foot Lockers, Lady Foot Locker and Baby Foot Locker <laughs> presents China wrestling like she's on minimum wage in the slam of the week. <laughs> This Look is a- at her, awe-inspiring a match. <laughs> oh, make you go, oh, God, I'm watching this. That was Foot Locker's Lady Foot Locker and Baby Foot Locker's Slam of the Week. This was a big year for Foot Locker. It must be in the got a kid. <laughs> so in the, in the Foot Locker universe, was it dropped down by a stalk Foot Locker? It was. Uh, I'm, getting confi- I'm getting mixed signals here, Tom. I don't know how they ended up conceiving, since all they ever do is with tongues. That was SmackDown. Winnie, wee, winnie, Fuck woo. you, Zimbabwe. We'll see you next week. Winnie, wee, winnie, woos. That was the words of Vince McMahon. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so so Footlock, big year for Footlocker because. Uh-huh. Uh, they were founded back in the 60s, uh, and the company that owned them, Woolworth Veneta, uh, owned a few other companies as well. But Foot Locker became their biggest export. So on November the 2nd of this year, they will change the name of the, the parent company from Woolworth Veneta to Foot Locker Incorporated, which is like Crime Inc., but shoes. Ah. <laughs> For you watching this, uh, don't get confused. Woolworth Veneta is making his debut on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was known before as uh, Dolph Ziggler. No, no, no. Oh, Tom with the fumble. Tom fumble. Mate, it's all right. Your average is high. Uh, sorry, you got this. You got this. Right, look, no, look, even the world's greatest javelin thrower you know what? You sometimes went... throw a good javelin. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's your thing. Don't say Hitler. Don't say <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> well done, Tom. You didn't say Hitler. <laughs> good, good dodge, mate. Yeah. Coachman interviews China. He was wearing a flower bra. She's had her ups and downs. Yeah. In the flower bra. <laughs> but has faith in herself. And she's so happy she's inspired so many men and women. She thinks if you change yourself to impress others, then you're as bad as your critics. This is a weird speech considering how much she's changed physically. Even in just the past year. Yeah, there's like, a weird energy about this. It's, so, it's not like, it's like, a, it's, it's a weird promo. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get, it's like, it's just, hey, I'm happy to inspire and my book's out. And yeah, I've got to say something that looks like it's in the front of a Hallmark card. Changing yourself because critics say you suck is bad. It's like, 
so keep on sucking. Is that the moral? <laughs> she she brought the um, the same energy that Ronda Rousey's been bringing oh. in her 2022 run, which is just like, I'm saying the words. They're coming out of my mouth, but they're not coming out of my heart. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. More not to come. Regal in his bloody office reading <laughs> Razmags. <laughs> The only thing this was missing uh, when Regal was at the Regal at the Divas magazine was him holding it upside down and going. <laughs> <laughs> it would have just stroking his knees. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a crumpet in one hand and he pulled, turns the page, <laughs> squeezes it so hard it flies across the room. <laughs> Your bloody crumpet, all over this crumpet. Anyway, Team Extreme rudely interrupt this lovely session and. <laughs> And Regal goes, look, look what I'm reading. And have a giant print off of. That's right. It's the 2001 Divas Razmag. Available now from the top shelf of your local offie. <laughs> buy it whilst buy it whilst concealing it inside a copy of Caravanning Monthly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Regal is impressed with them. But did you I, I, I thought I saw you little chaps talking to Shane McMahon last week. The owner of a rival company. Like, yeah, we did. Hmm, okay. Well, in that case, Jeff Hardy can wrestle the big show tonight. <laughs> Ta-ra. <laughs> I quite like the, um, the, the, the maliciousness now, of, uh, of Regal here. Okay. I liked that. I liked it. how cool it was. Like, oh, you were bloody great. Were you turning to Shane? Yeah, we were. That's lovely. Anyway, have a good night. Oh, by the way, you're fighting the fucking big show, you little shit. Like, I like, ah. Uh, there's a bit of fried gold from Regal on AEW. Um, you, you might this not have week. seen it yet this week. Oh. It's a bit when afterwards when the cameras went off and they filmed it and it was Dan Housen in the ring with Blackpool gang and uh, he curses William Regal and Regal's like, his legs start shaking. He starts balancing on the ropes. <laughs> you just hear, you hear him shouting, uncurse me, you swine, as he's staggering in the corner. Then Dan Housen gets on the mic and goes, all right, okay, fine, you're not cursed. Okay, whatever. Shrugs and walks off. Regal completely selling, getting cursed oh, by I Dan Housen. Mwah, it's so good. Wrestling's bollocks, and I love it. Anyway. <laughs> Regal tells him to leave so he can go uh, gild his lily, and that's such a match later on. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. JR is interviewed by Lillian and mm -hmm. says absolutely nothing. 
because his mouth is full of the lugs of the week. <laughs> Eat these shoes, you yeah, shoe licker. You boring interview. <laughs> Crash Holly taking a go from Rhino. <laughs> and then Molly gives him a Molly go round and then takes a go herself. Bloody hell. Gore of the week. <laughs> Shoes for people. Feet for Zimbabwe. <laughs> Rhino presents the man and woman violence of the week. Brought to you by Lux. Lugs, a family-friendly company, hardly endorses a woman getting gored. <laughs> Lugs, it doesn't matter what you're packing, we're fucking attacking. Lugs. Proud feminist, Lugs. <laughs> Lugs would throw their shoe at George W. Bush this and fem- Robert Mugabe. Feminist won't feminist, Lugs. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> You're banned at 1.0 again. Thanks, well mate. I've, I've brought the average up. Angle says hello to his medals as... <laughs> yes, he does. As Regal, with scarred chop chest, is looking forward to teaming with him tonight. Kurangle wants to make Benoit squeal tonight and isn't impressed with the regal stretch. Willie looks sad. I hate a sad Willie, Tom. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it, it gets worse as you get older. Um, I think the, the regal, like Kurt Angle saying hello, you, my little beauties, to his medals is a nice little bit of foreshadowing for a match that is coming up, I believe, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if not backlash, then at Judgment Day. I think it goes on for both. Yeah, it does both, yeah. I think. So there's a little bit of foreshadowing there, which I, a little yeah. tiny thing didn't last long enough in the air to be annoying. I was happy with it. Yeah. I liked it. Speaking of tiny things that didn't last long enough, K-Quick is here. He's not, <laughs> good, enough for, not good enough for WrestleMania. Uh, no road dog to help him with reactions, and it's a miserably silent reaction for the poor bastard. Oh, it really is. But luckily for all of us, he's wrestling Rhino. <laughs> K-Quick gets a head scissors, an impressive jumping split before doing his backflip into a backflip and again folded half with the gore to end it quick. This was excellent for Rhino, bad for K-Quick. And then quickly backstage, um, Crash tries to get his revenge on Rhino, but then he gets a gore as well. <laughs> yes, Rhino, yes. Sorry, then backstage. Edge and Christian tell Rhino that was gorgeous. And so, come on, Rhino, go get a shower and we'll go eat. Rhino says, no, let's go now in my gear full of sweat. I'll drive. <laughs> I can't believe he wasn't a world champion in WF like a year. What I love this. is watching Min. this is because when you read The Observer and the figure four, WWF bloody love Rhino at yeah. this point. They bloody love him. And they and you listen on commentary and they get him over like he's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like they're talking him up constantly. And stuff like this just like really makes him stand out. I thought this was a great match. A great finish, and then just ride. Just, I wonder when they just cooled on Rhino, because it because he won't that the momentum won't last. But for now, it's high, and let's ride it for for a little while longer. But I'm curious to kind of see if I can chart when it cools. We'll be able to see it soon. Also, yeah. you know how um, you know wearing a WWF branded T-shirt as a WWF wrestler is a bit of a a sign of oh. uh, a sign of ill intent to come. Like wearing a red shirt on Star Trek. What? How do you feel about not only a WWF shirt but a WWF baseball cap? <laughs> double is it double whammy? It's like, you know what? It's not only wearing a red jacket or red red jacket, <laughs> red shirt on Star Trek. It's wearing a red shirt and also a big target on the back. Yes, kill me, aliens, please. Thank you. Ah, uh, Kurt Angle helped Regal attack Jericho on Raw, but was saved by Chris Benoit. Bow- here. So it's the first teaming up of Jericho Benoit. To, oh, wait, no, it isn't. It's a three-way with Angle, Regal, Benoit. It's a handicap oh. match. 
Oh, those are three-way. No, it's a hand. Uh, Tony, Tony Chimmel announced it as a handicap. Oh, what does he know? Because because Regal Regal, that's why Regal said he went. Oh, I've I've worked hard to get this match put together because he booked a handicap match against Jericho on Raw in an angle, and then they booked a handicap match against oh. Benoit. It's a two-pronged attack that fails oh. both times. I was going to say that didn't work for the Nazis. It doesn't work here. <laughs> Benoit starts the match by German suplexing each man three times including a brutal one on angle, folding up like a uh, parcel force. Benoit cross-faces both men and is way more over than I was expecting. They clearly love the WrestleMania match, these Oklahomians. Yeah. Benoit gets another German, but Regal gets the stretch on Benoit. So Angle gets the ankle lock on too, and Benoit finally taps the double-barreled assault. Kurt Angle keeps it on while Regal shrugs and goes, oh, bloody well. So Jericho makes a save. Oh. So no, they are fucking. <laughs> Oh, fucking. That was my line. I typed that. They're, they're defo fucking. I had nothing to write there, but... Um, I like... Bloody hell, Benoit's over as a face. He bloody is, isn't he? All he had to do was save Jericho and beat the hell out of Kurt Angle. They love him. And, and there's big... And, and do you know what? At this point, again, like another guy, you go, maybe, just maybe this is his year. Maybe just this is his year. Uh, I like this. I like the uh, double regal stretch ankle lock combo. Bit, a bit messy, you know, a bit menage a but I do quite like it. Mm. Uh, on the subject of Regal, uh, this week it's also been announced that uh, WWF are putting on a UK pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, Steve Austin, Undertaker, Kane, Triple H, William Regal, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Hardys, Lita, Edge, Christian, and the Dudleys are appearing. Are all for... not appearing. <laughs> will oh, not sorry. be on this show. Are all appearing for UK-only pay-per-view Insurrection, which airs May the 5th from Earl's Court. Wow. Just a nice little bit of a newsy tidbit, since this is, of course, the week where we officially know that we're getting a stadium event in the UK for the first time since 1992. Uh, uh, it was reported this morning, a uh, time recording, uh, 59,000 uh, pre-interested, uh, in people have uh, pre-registered interest, which has smashed all company records for WWE. No show, no WrestleMania, nowhere has had more uh, pre-interest pre registers than this stadium event in Cardiff. Come on, UK! Yeah. It's going to go mental. I'm really yeah. excited. I get for years they've been saying like, hey, we need to get... Hey, people like, you know, all these journalists like, we need to have a UK paper. It's like, great. How about you pay us? How about you have someone with money? And the, the Cardiff Stadium people go, wait, we've got loads of money. We have all the events on at this place. Is that all you hey! want? Yeah. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call the Stereophonics and just see if they can miss a week. Because yeah. they always seem to be on at the Principality. Yeah. We didn't get a... What was it? Tyson Fury, Auntie Joshua. So, uh, sorry, we're going to have... Uh, what are they going to call it, do you think? Summer Slams around that time? It won't be Summer Slam. It'll nah. be... I have a feeling... WrestleMania in the UK. Well, it won't be Rebellion because it's got two L's in it. Because um, that make it Rebellion. <laughs> oh, oh, because it's in Wales. Right. That took... That was a good one, Tom. Thanks, mate. Say that again. Um, I meant in a different video. That's right. Not oh. Like, <laughs> ring, ring. Write that one down. Hello. Is that Mike Powell? <laughs> got a good joke for you, Trips. Noah. <laughs> Do you want to wrestle again? Noah. All right, we'll put you on a flight. Um, that will be... No, they will, it will be... I've... I've I reckon we'll get Clash of Champions. I think they'll do they'll do something that is in canon with the rest of the timeline for the double-double-F. Um, I think cause we're getting TLC at uh, the end of September from Saudi Arabia. We'll have SummerSlam oh. before that. I think Clash of Champions is one that kind of sits nicely in there. That I don't think it needs to be a big gimmick pay-per-view in order to sell it's gonna sell they could call it fucking 
watch Bro- <laughs> WWE presents a house show. W- yeah, WWE presents Brock Lesnar picks some carrot out of his teeth and it, and it'll sell. Um, I think it, I'm going to say it'll be Clash of Champions. It's not sound that exciting, but it'll be a good night because it'll be uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns in the main event, and it'll have Tyson Fury at ringside. It'll have yeah. Fury bop Drew McIntyre to cost him the match. We'll see you in a few months time oh, for some more. God. That's my call. I was excited for it. Then you said that. And they will have London Black Cabs on the stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beefeeders, the work. Please, please tell somebody in WWE the difference between Wales and London. <laughs> and then, oh, there is one who will come out and go, Well, it's good to be here in Scotland. And people are like, <laughs> This joke doesn't work. It's never worked. I hope the Welsh team lose. And like, Yeah, us too. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going over here, really. <laughs> I would hate for my opponent to come out early and attack me. <laughs> I hate the football team from Clan Puff. Oh, shit. The Clan Wow, don't you guys wish you were independent from England? No, we're actually all right with it. Oh, God. <laughs> this goes on for 10 more minutes. We're fine, mate. They're cheering me. <laughs> Do you want to play Snoopy tennis? Yeah! Oh, whatever. I'm, I'm a face in Wales. <laughs> Because Mason Ryan is your quarter man and you hug. That's yeah. that's and that's how classic. Yellow pages. Go. I mean what next? Blue pages. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow pages. What next? Cherry Coke? We'll see you in September for more great banter like that. <laughs> I'll be there. Give you a kiss. I won't give you a kiss because I'm going older. This paper will be streamed on Peacock. Boo! We want the next. Oh, God, I've got my heat back. <laughs> yeah, if you get COVID, don't go because um, <laughs> I've got holiday book the week after. <laughs> if I don't get to the Maldives, Alex will be furious. <laughs> no, you like that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's worryingly true. Oh, bless you. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, sorry, mate. sorry, sorry about that. Peacock. Peacock. Pigeon. Vince tells JR... Can they not... rename it Pigeon for a week to celebrate the WWE yeah. show? It's the bird of the, the country. The trash... Yeah, it's, our, it's, our, yeah. it's our native bird, the pigeon. pigeon. The trash dove. <laughs> the bin dove. Yeah. <laughs> the pigeon. Yeah, there's a big pigeon and there's bins. <laughs> That's, that to me is England. And Wales and Scotland and Ireland. And I saw a pigeon eating another pigeon a while ago in Newcastle. <laughs> and that was not where they did that. Were they li- was that like a live one? Was it a live No, there was just one hungry pigeon going, I saw it. Any holes ago? I'm a carnivore, no. So there was, it, so was, it, so was it a dead one pigeon? One pigeon was clearly dead and the other pigeon was just oh, eating okay. it. I'm I like, might, oh, I'm not aware of that. I thought he might have been eating his brain like he did in, um, in, in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> a Hannibal pigeon. <laughs> I want you to film that. If you, a shame you, you could have filmed that, and then just put the WWE logo on it, and that's the that's the trailer for Cardiff. That <laughs> represents Cannibal Pigeon, Cardiff Stadium. <laughs> They're a good band. They are. They're a Cannibal Corpse tribute. Yeah. Vince tells JR not to worry about this big interview. Just calm down and ask the big questions, there, kid. Before patting him on his widow face. <laughs> He's cute. No, oh, you, you, Jr. You're so cute. <laughs> Next time, the JVC boombox of the week. Oh my god! I, I was put here. Bloody hell! How many people sponsor this bloody show? The JVC Gigatube. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh it. come on, Gigatube. I'm gonna say it. The J, JVC Gigatube is a fucking mess. 
Right. This is <laughs> it's is that really what it's called? It's it's called the JVC Giga. I looked it up. There's videos I, online of people who recently bought one. Just like examining it's a fucking mess. Like there's speakers of all different sizes, literally right, just right, right. spaffed onto a, a grey rectangle. You've got three C D trays all piled on top of one another, a yeah. weird like LED screen, two cassette tapes, and it's got fucking pipes on it. Mm. It's got fucking pipes that come out and blast air. And it's just in the in the comments from like 2004, they're like, really like the pipes. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking what were we on? Why do we have no shame? Oh, it's, it's bad actually. I bought um, you bought a I, JVC Giga Tube. It, it's better than that. It's, it's like um, a kaboom box, but much worse. I forgot how brutal Amazon reviews could be. Like oh, I, I, I ordered on Kindle. I haven't started reading it yet. Uh, just incredible autobiography. Oh, it okay. Says that one guy, Kenny Casanova, who's just doing everybody. He did Sabu, he did New Jack. He's like, all right. Mm. So I'm sure Tommy Dream would be there with a gun. But reading the reviews and it's like you know oh it's great big fan of his it's a good start intro and then everything's like oh an inspiring story to keep you going and one comment's just lol who's buying this shit <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Amazon have got no proofreading or anything just put whatever you like on them but what I like is they've gone lol who's buying this shit not no stars two stars yeah that was it he didn't give a no star or one star review two stars at two least two stars so he's like I don't want to he, he was like I just want to bury this but I don't want to you know, don't no, give it no stars not horrible not a monster. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was the Gigatube, Gigatube blast of the week? Gigatube used Edge's spear from WrestleMania, nice. which is fair enough. The greatest DDT in history. <laughs> uh, Tom's mate, Kevin Kelly, asks Yay. Debs what he thinks about Austin. She no sells him. Like every other Deb segment, this was nothing. <laughs> she refused. What did she say, Tom? Because I knew you would have paid more well, attention than me. She just refused to chastise her husband because t- Kevin K was like, what do you make of Austin's actions? She's like, well, I'm not going to say anything about my husband or what he's doing. And then Kevin's like, okay, well, professionally, do you think this is the right thing to do? And she's like, I don't think it's any of your business. And then she walks off. Saying, what was the point yeah. of the interview? If you were going to answer the question, Debs, can we get you in for a chat? Yeah, sure. What about your husband? Yeah, that's fine. And action. What do you think? Fuck off! I don't want to talk about it! Andy Warhol had more to say at the Water Settle the Score than Big Debs did. I don't know whether they felt the need to acknowledge like where Debris sits in the story, to be honest. Had she not popped up here, I wouldn't have gone, what does Debra think of all this? I, she was very far from my mind, with the greatest res- yeah. respects to Debra Marshall. She was very far from my mind at this yeah. point. Well, it's the big chode. <laughs> Where's Macho Jeff Hardy? Uh, big show press slams Jeff to start. Matt Hardy takes one of the guardrail too to show, uh, and as a then show chases after leader as well. Mm. Big show then pushes the referee and tries to show stop a leader. Jeff saves, then chode goes to the top rope, misses a crazy nothing a la Kane at WrestleMania. I've got a top rope nothing as yeah. well. <laughs> then leader lands the moonsault, Matt Hardy lands a leg drop, and Jeff lands the swanton, and the pissed off referee quick counter pin my all three to a big chode size pop, and everyone just runs away. He goes, what was that? What was that? Oh, yeah. And I remember that. This is my... Skip ahead. I remember all of that really clearly. You remember Big Show just pissing everybody off. Yeah, just pushed the referee. He's like, all right then. So I was like, all right, one, two, three. I'm like... Why don't referees do that more? Say, yeah, you big chode. Put your hands on me. Yeah, like you know, you see, I, I remember that and Earl Hebner. Fast oh, counting oh, Jericho. Right, yeah. I think a few others have done it, but that was the one anyway, that really Anyway, wait, hang on, hang on, Hill. That's a step too far. This is a title championship match. I was like, oh, that's got a point. Uh, uh, big Show did something that vaguely resembled a spine buster in this match. <laughs> um, it's like, it's almost like, you know how Jimmy Hart writes music that sounds a bit like <laughs> them, but not? <laughs> yeah. 
It's almost as if Arn Anderson has the rights to Spinebuster, so Big Joe has to do something that's like it, but not. Watch it back and you'll see. It's a Spinebuster, but it's not a Spinebuster. It's a Pines Buster. It's Lidl's. It's, yeah, it's like little own, brand, little own brand back-hurting manoeuvre. Yeah, it tastes a bit like it and is half the cost. <laughs> Big Show is pissed and goes through the backstage area, passing an indie guy I don't recognise, and the future, Michael Shane. Is it Michael Shane? There's two guys who pass. There's one I don't get, and there's definitely Michael Shane. As in Shawn Michaels' cousin? That's right. Well, I'm glad that one of the family made it to wrestling. <laughs> we don't have Shawn Michaels, but Shane Michaels is here. <laughs> oh, that's too close. Michael Shane instead, yeah. Don't he's come, he's come to drop off like his dad's key card, yeah. presumably. Yeah. Uh, Big Show is like, he's just going around, stomping around, fighting all these indie dudes, and then he opens the door. And then he gets immediately punched by someone. It turns out it's Kane. <laughs> Undertaker helps him attack him, and they put him through a table full of food, no. which I imagine is supposed to be ironic. They know Matthew. That is where, like, you are. You are ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time right. This is where you are wrong, right? They do not put Big Show through a chair, through a table. What they do is they punch Big Show. He loses his balance. He puts some weight on the table whilst he recovers. The table fucking collapses. Nobody puts him through the table. He just tries to sit on the table and the fucker gives way. And there's food on the table as he's doing it. So, Tom, if this is a film, we'd be going, this is a fantastic metaphor. Yeah, it would be a one, maybe a meta five, if anything. <laughs> And then and I'm I'm just watching this, and I'm I'm on my own in the office watching this, and I'm just creased. And I've watched it twice. I'm creased. I've rewound. I've watched it again. And I lean away, and when I lean back, fucking cool Kane is there, and all he's doing is fucking twatting him with a chair, like almost endlessly. <laughs> just, there yeah. was something about I think because Kane got his mask on, he's emotionless. It'd be like watching Frank side bottom beat somebody with a chair. Undertaker. These two are just they don't they don't mean to be, but they are fucking comedy gold. Yeah. Undertaker, after all this shit has happened, just goes, next time knock. <laughs> I put yeah, next time knock says Billy Big Bikes. <laughs> Big Show's there on the floor. He's covered in mustard and condiments and prawn sandwiches as Kane's bathroom of a chair. And he's aware. You can hear Jim Ross's voice telling him, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. And he's thinking, what have I become? They could have zoomed My in. sweetest friend. <laughs> Chef Boyardee rolls and hits him in the face like, ow. Hello, darkness, my old friend. He's just been, he's lost a match. Ref hate him. Hardys hate him. The talent backstage yeah. hates him. Kane's just fucking yeah. battered him with a chair. Now he's sat there in a pile of his own filth and food. He goes, every food I know gets eaten by me in the end. A lugs gets eaten. I sod it. A lugs, he throw a lugs at him. And as the lugs bounces into the background, the camera zooms in on it and it goes, the lugs, boot of the week. And it transitions into an advert for lugs. Why aren't we writing the wrestling segments? Oh, it's easy, isn't it? Oh my god, it's so wrestling, so easy. What could possibly follow that amazing segment? Oh, oh I know, yo, you're dealing with the X Factor without proper Chiron or theme just yet. We're so close. We're so close. So close to the actual X Factor theme. We could do a mulligan and put it in. Uh, on Raw, Billy Gunn hits the famous set on X Pack, but Albert Baldo bombs, and you'll never guess. Yes, they won. 
Uh, Billy Gunn teams up with not head cheese to take on all three of them. So yeah, that'll help. I'll just put take a guess what happens. Blackman tries his best, but not even his kicks of death can put a dent on the air conditioning unit that is Albert's head. <laughs> Massive, Tom. It's got a big head. Massive, like the Xbox uh, lead cable. Like, if the burglar's coming, you, you throw that at them and they think twice. Massive bastard head. Massive bastard head. Fucking Modoc. Billy Gunn hits a one and only, which is like the rock bottom, but I guess it's just wishful thinking. The at this one point. and lonely. One and lonely, yes. Look at all I've got. Cricket. Where's it gone? <laughs> Grandma's a sex eight, lands the hip hop drop on Just Incredible. Gun goes to pin, but Albert breaks it up. Referee gets distracted, and X Factor's gun to get the X Factor. Their latest victory in the exact same finish as the last time they had a match on SmackDown. They keep on keeping on. Hey, why change a winning formula? Eh? Taz referred to uh, them as impact players on commentary. Oh! I see what you did there! I see what you did there! They, they almost had an original gimmick, which I've never seen before, where the original, original impact players were Candido and Storm. Then Storm started teaming with just Incredible. Then Incredible, at the very end, started teaming up with Steve Carino. Steve Carino. Then they call themselves. It was one of the last things I've ever they seen. They kind of hinted it, didn't they? They said, like, we're the players. We're here to make an impact, player. And he yeah. went, all right, all right, take you long. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is that going to be the new gimmick? There's changed partners every time. It keeps up the legacy of Empire players just keeps on going. The, or the and, Empire uh, players, or as they would few to be known as Trigger's Broom. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh Again, it took a few seconds to load. Trigger's Broom. The, the, the Apple Mac. Colour rainbow circle appeared. <laughs> loading, 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 yeah. loading. Oh, oh, yes. Triggers. Okay, you still be called the Impact Players. <laughs> still got the same name, haven't it? <laughs> <laughs> there must be a tag team. I we love can, that. We bit. must do that as an as an intro. Oh, wait, do you have I a actually, mate? I have no mates now. Fuck off. <laughs> do you have a mate who's like Trigger? Because I do. I wonder. Is it a circle of every lad in the UK to have a mate who's like that? that um, those Trigger. Um, yeah, I do. Bits where the, the, the good crack, but you know, a bit slow. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that, but yeah, a bit. That's slow. Exactly how I'm saying it. Do you know what? I do have a mate like that. I've known him for about 15 years. You know, great. Yeah, and it's it's what's nicest. Whenever we see each other, we'll have pretty much the same conversations. And there's uh, the, the what happens is when you tell a joke, they'll yeah, go, yeah, 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 "Here's yeah. why it's funny," and I go, "Yeah, it's okay. You don't need." <laughs> You can't do subtle. Yeah. And it's, you'll never and know. And I love them to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love them they're to death. They're great. like a dog. Like, because <laughs> they don't, don't show an expression or anything like that. But like, um, yeah, mm. they're, they're always there and nice and dependable. It's like, oh, that's nice, that actually. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cool. We I wonder how much my friend was like that. I won't say their name in case, well, I can listen to this, but no. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to say in case other people know and go, wait, is it me? Yeah. But um, yeah. I won't say it in case Matthew's listening. <laughs> 
See, the joke is, the joke right here. <laughs> joke is, that was supposed to be all right friend. on the night. It turned into fucking Dame Edna. <laughs> <laughs> Pennies. Pennies. Up to up oh, to eight people would oh watch God. on a weekly basis. Yeah, eight people. Stephanie <laughs> wishes Jericho some luck in his match tonight because he interfered in the Trish versus Steph match on Raw. So, <laughs> Jericho warns Steph, if she interferes, he'll make her scream louder than Triple H ever has. Jericho still talks like this to women in 2022. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? There was a, I, I put like sexual tension, but it seems a bit more like sexual deviance. Yeah. It's a bit in it, but weird. Yeah, that, there's a big line across. Planting the seeds for a shit WrestleMania match next year. Oh, yeah, more on that though. <laughs> Again, it was good to listen to, uh, I don't know why I put myself through this, listen to something to wrestle with, because he's, he's been rotten for years. Let's face it. He's, he's, been... he's rushed off his feet. And yeah, he, he's busy literally... as fuck. He's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, it was great. Whatever. He carves out like an hour to talk to Conrad, and Conrad goes, so what do you remember about Nails in 1982? I don't know. Um, prisoner. What did Mel Melter say about him? He says, ah, that's a lie. Yeah. What's the truth? I don't remember. Let's not dig but, up um, Bruce. Bruce is busy as fuck. Yeah, he's, he's just busy. He's, he's been busy ever since he well, went back to WWE. Mm. But then he's like, hey, XA. Oh, no, I thought the Jericho Triple H feud with Stephanie and the dog. That was great booking and there's a great build up. And I know he's saying this to get a rise out of me because he's playing a heel. Yeah. But I got fucking mad. And I got mad at myself for getting mad. I think because it was rotten. And we'll be able to see it in the next few months. We will. Yeah. I wonder whether with Bruce as well, it's, it's a little bit of like. Okay, I'm towing the line. And also because like he likes to needle the fans a little bit. And sometimes I'm, I think, aha, I'm above that. And sometimes I'm like, I'm mad. But I think I like listening to those shows early on because I quite liked the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I right, like right. to why see I listen that. Because you do get that little insight. Yeah, and I, I enjoy the insight when they're, you know, when they're, when they're good. They're great. Like the Jeff Jarrett one's really good. Mm -hmm. Really good. Um, the Brucey P one has its moments, but yeah, I guess I hear what you're saying. Like he more enjoys needling fans now. And I was like, okay, well that's, that's your thing to do. And that's fine. But it turns me off as a potential lister. But then at the same time, there will be people that will listen to it because they like the needling. Right. You of know? course. We were speaking before we started with Fraser Porter, who helped set this, set us up today. So thank you, Fraser. And he was that's saying how like there's Twitter people that he follows because they wind him up and he likes <laughs> to be angry about them. And we yeah. both went, which well, I just too old now. I just block and mute so yep. many people now because I just don't have the energy. Yeah. Like Nelson's posted, nuke the whales. Yeah. Mm. I'll be needled by something. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Vince warns Austin about JR. Stephanie shows Vince a VHS tape of Linda. Yes. Oh, no. Is it Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> I didn't look for the strings. <laughs> I think if you look very closely, you can see some wire. As 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 she's as she's talking, you you can hear you can hear her mouth clacking as she's talking. <laughs> you can hear wood on wood. Someone comes in. Hello. And drinks a drinks a bottle of water as she talks. It was funny how it was funny how someone came in, as you say, and just went. Linda, talk to Vince while I drink this water. <laughs> so Vince, <laughs> I want to have all of you on Monday. 
See? Well, I'm, I'm going to go the shop. Do you want anything? I got the gear. <laughs> anyway, it's not weekend Bernie's because she's alive and back she to being is. CEO. Um, she talks about kicking Vince in the gonads, but she's going to kick him somewhere that'll hurt even more on Raw. Linda has Foley bring her some literal grapefruits so she cuts them in half on a chopping board. We then cut to Vince, who then stares at his balls <laughs> in case we didn't understand what she was referring to. We are all thick after all, aren't we? Yes. Linda McMahon is going to take his bloody Jacobs on Raw. <laughs> what do you feel about seeing <clears throat> Linda McMahon alive? Uh, it's great to see her. She's in good form. She says, hey, I have a question on hard mode for you. She says that she's still using the name McMahon, but might make a change. What is Linda's, Linda McMahon's premarital name? I don't know. It's Edwards. Just in case you just... <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's not, it wasn't a trick. I was just like, I'll just see if anybody knows that. Because I didn't know that until I wrote that down. Oh. She was Linda Edwards. Fun fact. Use that in a quiz at some point. Linda Alive. Linda, <laughs> Linda Alive. I just liked, for me, it's seeing a bit... I, I know I ragged on the fucking Giga twat earlier. What was it called? GigaTube. That's the one. Uh, the JVC GigaTube earlier. Uh, I ragged on that. But I liked Stephanie going, Look, Dad, a VHS tape. Sent by mother. And I was, I liked that bit. I didn't mind this but bit. It's like, a what? <laughs> the one thing that, um, I did a video this week that got a lot of uh, heat. Um, <laughs> Look at the picture. Yeah, yeah. Cause I talked did you? To, yeah, oh, okay. I did. Yeah, I talked, you get heat. Cause I talked about WWE bidding off the brand split. And apparently people are very, very passionate about they shouldn't. Like, so I was like, okay. And I didn't know that. I thought that was, I thought here's some good reasons why they should. And it just everybody got very cross with me. Somebody called me a B Tech Joe Gacy, so that was good. So it's been a it's been what? a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. Um, He's the main event of NXT 2.0. It's a compliment. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and he hangs out with a man who looks like Brock Lesnar. Um, but the one thing from like the one the Ooh. one the one thing that came and I'm open to opinion and I enjoyed some of the discourse that came from it. But one thing that came back a lot of the time was like the the concern that SmackDown on Fox would just become like a raw recap show, and I don't think that would happen anymore um, because Fox is so invested in it they would want big moments on their show as well as on Raw. So I don't think it would double back to that. But then what is funny then I come sit down and watch this today and I realise actually shit so much of SmackDown at points was. Let's reflect. Let's re react from Raw. Let's not move the the story along too much. Let's make sure that people are always, you know, it's on, it's on a similar level. Very little you see that gets announced for SmackDown from Raw in this era. Mm. A lot of stuff gets set up on SmackDown for Raw mm. or reacts to Raw. Mm. I don't think if they were to end the brand split that we would be in that situation mm. because the the paymasters are so are so forthright with it. I think they would demand that, no, we're not just going to become a highlight show. You're going to give us ex extra mm. content. Mm. my thought from this week. Thank you for that, Tom. It's okay. B-Tech Joe Gacy. Yeah. I was going to say, how dare you? You're at least an A-level Joe Gacy Thanks, as far as mate. I'm concerned. Appreciate. Mwah. And I'm, I'm obviously a B-Tech down my kids, so <laughs> you're in good company. Hey, that's not true. You've got access to Sky I, Television. I was, I was waiting how many seconds it would take to do a Sky <laughs> reference. <laughs> JR comes out and says it's great to be back home I said you won't be saying that after decades oh, of embarrassment man. JR good luck with that JR asks Austin why it's an insurance policy Jim oh sorry I should actually write this bit better okay so 
yeah, J.R. asks Austin, who comes out, and obviously he's a big bad guy. He goes, I was like, why? Why do you side with McMahon? Mm. And Austin goes, it's an insurance policy, Jim. How stupid are you? I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Crowd boos. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Boo. I'm Stone... Boo. Pauses, stare at the camera. I just made the most successful comeback of all time. Hey, hey, hey. Look at me, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Vince will continue to be my insurance policy. Jay asks, do you have any remorse? And Austin goes, when have you ever heard Austin ask the fans to love him? He doesn't do that. He says DTA, and that means me. He doesn't care about these fans here or anywhere else in the damn world, not even a certain part of Africa. All right, guess you don't care about anyone. Are you sassing me? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I liked what he said. Are you well, sassing don't. me? JR asks how he can ally himself with Triple H after he orchestrated running him out. What? You got to talk about Triple H behind his back? Well, he's not here to defend himself? <laughs> that was great. Look at your little cowboy hat, your stupid belt buckle. You look just like you, you look like you just lost your best friend. Well, maybe I have. <laughs> you were there when I recovered from surgery. We talked on Super Bowl Sunday. I actually, actually typed Super Bowl surgery here, which is a <laughs> little known show it's before very, the kickoff. It's, it's, what they do now is between a half, <laughs> they do uh, brain transplant. <laughs> Stop it, Melter. <laughs> oh, you don't want to be Austin's friend anymore? Knocks his hat off. Knocks his glasses off. Does that make you mad? <laughs> Rips Stop his shirt, right. doesn't he? Well, I'm take shirt. a shot at your friend. Rips his shirt. Uh, this interview was a mistake, Austin. Joe goes to leave, and Austin nails him from behind like a piece of shit, <laughs> and he continues to pound on him. Vince says, whoa, 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 whoa. Sweet child of mine. Stop, stop, stop. You're being too nice on him. So Austin gans Raj and whips a now-bleeding JR before choking him. And it cuts to Triple H and Stephanie watching this laughing backstage. <laughs> Oof. What did you think of this segment? I want to mention that before I get into it, I want to mention the one line. There's a, there's a line here that Vince says that for some reason, me and my younger brother, like when he watched wrestling at this point, for some reason, it stays with us. We always remember this particular line and this delivery from Vincent Mann. There's two that we particularly remember. One is in in 99 where he went, Merry Christmas. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and this here <laughs> when he says, you're being too nice on him. Open him up. Open him up. <laughs> On that Vince, you nutter. It's just a Hannibal again going, okay, open him up. I now the segment itself, I remember at the time fans being really pissed off by the heel turn. Like, why turn heel? Why isn't he offering an explanation? Yep. I th- in in retrospect, I think this is bang on the money. Bang on the money. Oh, right now I was living this because it was yeah. like, oh, I don't want to boo Austin, but him going, what I've quite never- rightly, when have I ever asked the fans to cheer for me? When have I ever come out and kissed your ass i've never done that i've always worked for myself and he's like yeah he has it's true it's a completely justifiable way of saying it yeah i got insurance policy i made the greatest comeback of all time from a broken freaking neck and he said it was the biggest match of my career and i needed to make sure that i won it and i did and i think that's brilliant i think some of the stuff that it goes the the bits that go against his character is when he's he's insulting the fans because even though vince even though austin was never like i never asked anyone to cheer me he never asked anyone to boo him either. He was mm. always just very like, I'm going to come out, kick some ass. Yeah, and that's leave. a bit. Yeah. But overall, though, Great. this was effective. It's only like the next few weeks we'll see, like, why was this not as good as I remember? And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that. We'll but get on. Right to now, that. though, yeah. like, okay, post WrestleMania residue while I were this, JR doing good. JR, the first of many 
humiliations in his home oh, city. This is a, this is a habit that will that will come back for yeah. him a few times. He talked about the heel turn on grilling Jr. Which is another Conrad. Oh cut. God, he grilled Jr. <laughs> Jr. went ah um, on grilling Jr. on the heel turn for Austin. Jr. says, "I thought it was a knee-jerk creative decision. It was a change for change's sake." make changes that are necessary or enhance others. I was never sold on it. That was one of my biggest worries. Would I be able to get to that emotional level to get this over? Because I didn't believe in it. I was always able to enhance Austin's TV persona because I believed so much in the persona. I really worked hard to sell what we were seeing. I even cheated a little bit. I directed a lot of the heel angst towards Vince McMahon as the reason for it. I agree that at WrestleMania, he should have called an audible because mm. Steve Austin has since said that he wanted, he, he had the idea to call an audible, just boff him with a stunner. If he'd done that, it would have shown he'd outsmarted the top heel and folks would have loved his caginess and his creativity. It would have left them a little bit shy of a program coming out of WrestleMania. I was going to say, I, think... like, I get why they did it. So, go, wait, hang on. Us doesn't turn heel. Uh, Us not be proper heel, I guess, since like 90, I don't know, 96 ish. No. So, we need something because who else is. Who, what have we got post WrestleMania? Yeah. If Rock's leaving, we've got Triple H, Undertaker, and Kane. We've already done that before. Might as well do a different slant on it. I can actually see them looking at that going, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that. Yeah. But getting people to cheer Austin. That's uh, right. People to boo Austin. Difficult. So you would have yeah. to, so probably you had to do a few of those bits where he goes, like, I hate the crowd. Like, coming out in Oklahoma, beating up Jim Ross. I know, like, the lol, 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 Jim Ross gets beaten up in Oklahoma. I think that was effective for, like, they, they really ramped up <clears throat> the, 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 the screw turning to make Austin a fully fledged bad guy. Right, right, like, right. they almost fast tracked it because you had him beating up his best friend and, and, you know, pride of Oklahoma here in Oklahoma. Next week on Monday Night Raw, they will take it to another level. They will take it a little bit further, yeah. and, uh, and 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 it'll be a bit that in some some places is actually cut out. Yeah, I remember. Oh, oh, I remember now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's next week though. I remember someone said like it should come out. I remember Power Slam magazine had a bit like the little the, the post like forum comments and a little bit in Power Slam, and someone said you should have them come out and say like praise China and just drink milk instead of beer. That'll work. Yeah but, yeah, but then that's them. I, I like to think that's just a joke. Oh, yeah, of course. Post. Yes, it's a shit post. Because but... I, I like the fact that I was that expecting they... a disgusted <clears throat> look. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad now. No, 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 no. I imagine us in drinking milk or all just like <clears throat> tea. Ow. I mean, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I can't get enough. Just keeps on doing it if he's burning himself. Oh. Regal comes out with his fucking tea cannon. Are you oh. stealing my bloody gimmick? I forgot about that. Tea, Callum. No tea. No, no tea. No, Regal, it's fresh. <laughs> Third, degree, did Third degree burns from William Regal's new gimmick, a stone cold William, boiling hot William Regal. <laughs> boiling hot William Regal. And after he's like liquidated all of them, he goes in and just dips his little biscuit. <laughs> it's a hobnob as well, because they're the best dunkers. Uh, and here we are, our main event. After Triple H has had a good old jolly laugh at JR getting the crab kick out of him. And JR was a bloody mess after this. He bloody well Good was. visual of I us. like them doing the Vince Man saying, hey, stop doing that. So, like, JR can bleed. Yeah, that worked well. Good. good visual, by the way, in that final bit there of Austin, like, over mm. JR with the WWF title laid on JR's body. JR, almost as if to say, like, I've done it for this reason. Mm. So, like, the WWF title, like, the one ring. <laughs> Like it's poisoned yeah. Austin's soul. 
I need to beat you, JR, more than anything (laughs) in Oklahoma. Sorry, Joe, main uh, event of Sorry, it's a main event of right. Jericho is attacked before he enters the ring. Yeah, Brown. how brutal is that? That's he gets great, he didn't finish his entrance taunt. Good. Livid. Not time. Crowd it's... chants slut, and the camera shows the crowd that it's mostly kids <laughs> yelling it. Yeah. <laughs> BTC did nothing <laughs> wrong. Jericho beats around Triple H uh, as he's on the announce table. They then head into the ring, and despite all that stuff, it's actually been very pedestrian until that point. Sleeper hold on Jericho until he escapes and turns a pedigree into a walls. No, wait. A slingshot into the turnbuckle, into a bulldog and a lion salt to... No, wait. Stephanie distracts the referee, so Jericho goes to get her, but instead locks in Triple H again, who taps out, but the referee is still Billy Buggered on the map. So Regal comes in, tries to chair shot Chris, but he blocks it and nails him instead. So then Steph tries to stop him, but Chris locks her in the walls. So Triple H nails him with a chair. Oh, here we go. One, two. He kicks out. Great Triple kick H out. does the, oh, well done, kid, face, before delivering a pedigree to Jericho to win the IC title. <laughs> huh. Very hot finishing sequence. So Triple H has been, sorry, well, Triple H as well, as WF in general have been doing very well in the main event mm. for at least a year by now. Um, with Jericho being very well protected in defeat. Uh, Triple H makes sense with the belt because Jericho doesn't need the belt right now and the two-man power trip having that means that finally Jericho will get a chance to finally evolve past it perhaps and hit that main event thing we've been hearing so long ago. oh possibly yeah could see we could see that Dipping back to Triple H, though, the new WWF Intercontinental Champion. That's right. Figure Four Weekly saying that um, this, uh, obviously, we're looking towards Steve Austin and Triple H versus The Undertaker and Kane as a Backlash main event. Um, the original plan featured Shawn Michaels. That's right, you did say that. So um, the plan was going to be Shawn Michaels was going to interfere at WrestleMania and mm. cost Triple H the match. That would have likely led to Hunter and Hunter versus Shawn and Austin versus Undertaker as the backlash matches. But everyone oh. said the way it worked out with Michael's gone was much better. I mean... Yeah. As far as Michael's concerned, he appears to be screwed. Absolutely no talk at all of bringing him back at this point. No chance. And there's a very good chance he is done for good in wrestling. This is after he was backstage yeah. on the Raw before WrestleMania and the SmackDown for WrestleMania in no fit state to perform. It, it, and they just went, nah, leave it. It's always weird seeing what could have been in wrestling, but mm. this is a case where it's like, oh, what could have been? Whatever they're thinking, it wasn't as good as what we got. No, it's, it, there is possibly that. The Observer also says, a weird verbiage by Dave here. I know. Sounds like Dave. Surprise. What's so awesome about Triple H is the same thing as Hogan in that everyone from outside sees it clearly and management in both cases are totally blind to it. Remember how Bischoff, and he will to this day defend Hogan, even though Hogan was partially responsible for the ruination of the company. WF management defends Triple H as the most valuable guy in the WWF. There's a lot of, this is coming from basically Triple H being put constantly in these top positions. People outside going, really, is he worth it at this point? And Dave Meltzer saying, well, everybody in the company thinks so. And I don't know, I think at the time, maybe oh, so I like Chris thought... Jericho told Dave Meltzer that? <laughs> it was yeah, Bruce wait, wait, hang Jericho. On, I, I don't wait, agree year, with that. He's a year early for that assessment. Yeah. Oh, next year, absolutely, sick to death of him, but... Right now, fuck no. Yeah, I'd say yeah. he is the MVP. I think right he's now he's been killing he is. it. Yeah, he's had a great run, and I think that's really out of place from the observer. Yeah, he's been killing because he's on this fire, and yeah, send up the two man power trip as the new established dudes for them to feud. No, I actually think this makes sense on paper. Obviously, you, you heard that tell. pop on Raw when he came out to get involved yeah. in the cage match? No, no, no. Triple H right him? now is oh, oh, sorry, like late 99 01 run is mm. the best run he ever had 
Yes. And no, I think he's talking shite, Dave. Dave, you are talking. You clearly shite. don't listen to the Cold Classic Smackdown review <laughs> decades don't. after the fact. Uh, do you remember when the the last time was that Triple H held the Intercontinental title? When, oh, I think it was the first time he won it. No, the, the last, the last time he held it. Oh, uh, did he defeat The Rock for it at SummerSlam 98? 98 was that. Holy shit, really? Yeah, yeah nice yeah. one. He never lost the belt. He got injured and had to forfeit. So I I'm glad that history... It was the European title, wasn't it? No, it was the IC title as well. You got to losing both of them without losing them. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, wow. He learned from Shawn Michaels. <laughs> he learned from the best. I think that's the case. I'm not Do you remember the one. European one? when, Because he was legit injured, so he had Goldust um, do the match instead. Yes. And then he lost, I think, Dolan Hart after he said that. And he went, all right. Science Lawrence just went, you know what? Damn it, <laughs> Triple H. Because you keep on backing out of it. Yeah, Owen Hart's now the champion after beating Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> Your belt. Yeah, this was a different I situation. I have no idea what the actually... Yeah. When was, so it was before Survivor Series night, yeah, because he was meant to be in the Deadly Game tournament. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's and he, got, and he, that's he, right. he was on crutches for most of it. Um, he joined a very elite club in wrestling, right, in doing this. Okay, go on. So I haven't got a name for this club, but it is wrestlers who had their who won their first Intercontinental title. Oh, sorry, 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 wrestlers who held the Intercontinental title after winning the oh, world title. Oh, okay. So, in terms of wrestlers who won it after, and that list includes names like Ages. Well, can I guess? Oh. Yeah, yeah, try and guess a few. All right. I've got, got the full one. list. I've got the full list. Oh, okay. It's um, what, Pedro Morales is one of them. Uh-huh. Um, oh, we're talking like modern era as well? Yeah. Oh, Christ, there's loads in there. Jericho's one. Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Kane. 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 Cool Kane. Cool Kane. Thank you. We need to get that one reference to that. Uh... Most oh, of them Roman are modern. Reigns. Roman Reigns. Most of them are modern era, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, so, so. Between that, I think Pedro was the first one between this mm. and Triple H. So, uh, Miz. Miz. Just this radio silence now, isn't it? So, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I'll get you a colour. Others include, not completely include, AJ Styles. Ray Mysterio, just, JBL, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. CM Punk, yeah. Chris Jericho, Kane, Triple H, and Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. So there's a couple of people who won the IC title, the secondary title, after winning the yeah. world title. Because always the belief is you go from the IC True. to the world. But then obviously and post, then you stay there. post WCW and ECW, it's like, oh, we don't want to get rid of all these dudes. Let's just keep them around and then, all right, you know, an IC dude. Just Yeah, just have different... You've been relegated. <laughs> See it as a relegation. Yeah. Uh, that's Smackdown for this week. It certainly was. What did you remember? Uh, that big show finish. I remember loving that as a kid. <laughs> Going, yeah, get him, ref. He's been a dick. Get him, ref. Yeah, all three of them pinned him at the same time. One, two, three. And then so, him still kicking out as well. After that, I go, Rawr! It's like, yeah. Uh, I remember the Austin JR showdown. Oh, yeah. Specifically, open him up! That bit stays with. Um, I enjoyed that whole bit. And I watched it back. I enjoy it on a different level because I see the, how the, the story was being told. More than I did then. Uh, something you forgot. Big Show putting his hand through the, the table. And, and Nana's lunch fall on top of him. <laughs> I forgot about Linda chopping grapefruits. Oh, yeah, that's another one. That's like, a, that was a weird bit that I went, oh, yeah, okay. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Linda doing that with the grapefruits and then Vince looking down at his own pants as if to go, you see, the joke <laughs> is... She's talking about balls, metaphorically. Right, Dave. See, I think on Raw... 
Um, well, they weren't really grapefruits. Uh, oh, I was, I was trying to do like trigger. But okay. Oh, I thought I was doing different. Well, I was doing this. Uh, I was, was doing a rotten trigger and One of us was doing a stupid person, Dave, facing. Never mind. <laughs> She's going to cut his balls in half. Uh, hey, oh, it's awful. Oh, sorry, I, I, losing. I don't think I don't think he actually will. Um, I think that would be bad if uh, if he if she actually did do that. I think maybe it was more of a metaphor. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. Metaphors which are invented by the Japanese in, uh, around by Misawa. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Oh, sorry, that's my. Uh, <laughs> My computer. Wait, Dave, what was that? <laughs> Have you just defeated Mega Man 2? <laughs> uh, I didn't know. Anyway, <laughs> right. That's SmackDown Review. What are you doing this week? What you got on this week? Anything exciting? Practicing the impressions? Yes. Bloody hell. What uh, are you reading on Twitch? You were playing you finished Ar- Regal's you, book. You are playing Bind of Isaacs. No, Toonstruck. Toonstruck, sorry. Binding of Isaac. Um, I think I was saying about your last Twitch notification said something about Isaac. I hope it doesn't. Sure, it's just about bread. What? He's but, just saying words now. I hope he doesn't say that. Hang on. Let's see if I've still got it. Matthew Barch's live yesterday at 8 o'clock. Isaac talks about bread. That was your last Twitch notification. Isaac talks about bread. What? So every time you go live, it says Isaac talks about bread. <laughs> why is that? That's why I thought you were playing Barney of Isaac. <laughs> That's not what comes up on my thing. That's not what I type out on Streamlabs. Comes up on mine. Oh, fuck you off. You might want to look into that, Sally. Everyone thinks you blame Pine and Isaac. Bonk. <laughs> to horny jail with you! Isaac. <laughs> oh, that's a Dead Space, which I played like last year. Oh. Talks about bread. <laughs> this is like when you write your notes out and you're like. Yeah. I don't remember writing any of this. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I'm at, sorry. I'll be going to a wedding. So wedding. I think I'll be back on Sunday. What I'm going to do this week, so I start the book, because we can't quite decide what to do. There's a video on YouTube that's about an hour 40, uh, one of those iceberg videos. Oh, nice. And I thought, hey, why don't we watch that together? I suggest that doing that while we're playing Toonstruck yesterday. Nice. Christopher Lloyd game. And I went, that's a good Toonstruck. idea, Matthew. I went, great, we'll do that instead. What's the iceberg? It's just wrestling iceberg. A wrestling made a look, iceberg. And it had, you know, lots of Benoit. And I went, all right, here we go. Oh, Laugh a minute. Very nice. Iceberg, dead ahead. Iceberg. What are you doing, Tom? Um, what is happening next week? Uh, all the reviews are back as normal next week. I know it'll be the Raw review will be a day late and a book short because it's Easter Monday. Classic Raw, classic Nitro, classic Smackdown, all back as normal next oh, week. Beautiful. Uh, possibly New Desert Island graps. Uh, haven't sorted out the exact guest yet, but we might have one. I won't say who, just in case oh. it don't happen. What else is happening next week? I don't want a full review of Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. We're going to go see it in a minute. And until we are next. Sonic boom, Sonic boom, Sonic boom. Still, we are next back together. <laughs> we're getting sleepy now. Until we're next back together, here's at Matthew Greg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we're at Sonic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Snoopy Tennis. Open him up. Hey, I hope one day Snoopy gets to play in the Wimbledon. Open him up. That's the go down. home line. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Go home. <laughs> go home. You're drunk. It's off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.